Not many can keep style. I have seen dogs with more style than men. Although not many dogs have style. Cats have it with abundance. When Hemingway put his brains to the wall with a shotgun, that was style. Or sometimes people give you style. Joan of Arc had style. John the Baptist, Christ, Socrates, Caesar, Garcia Lorca. I've met men in jail with style. I've met more men in jail with style than men out of jail. Style is a difference, a way of doing, a way of being done. Six herons standing quietly in a pool of water. Are you walking out of the bathroom naked without seeing me?
This is the Some Comic Tim Show. I'm doing my Flat Black Classic show a couple few days early because I won't be at the cemetery in Oakland on Saturday, so get with it. Go see the Black Dahlia grave up in the Oakland Hills Mountain View.
something for the touts, the nuns, the grocery clerks, and you. We have everything and we have nothing. And some men do it in churches. And some men do it by tearing butterflies in half. And some men do it in Palm Springs, langing into butter blondes with Cadillac souls. Cadillacs and butterflies, nothing and everything. as if melody had never been invented. Men who think it is intelligent to hire and fire and profit. Men with expensive wives they possess like 60 acres of ground to be drilled or shown off or to be walled away from the incompetent. Men who kill you because they're crazy and justify it because it's the law. Men who stand in front of windows 30 feet wide and see nothing. Men with luxury yachts who can sail around the world and yet never get out of their vest pockets. Men like snails, men like eels, men like slugs and not as good. And nothing. Getting your last paycheck at a harbor, at a factory, at a hospital, at an aircraft plant, at a penny arcade, at a barber shop, at a job you didn't want anyway. Income tax, sickness, servility, broken arms, broken heads, all the stuffing come out like an old pillow. Picture on the fridge 
It's never stocked with food You used to live at home Now you stay at their house Everybody wants to be special here They call your name, I'll never with different names and different places to go walking across the lawn. Some of them want cocoa and a paper. Some of them want a hot bath. Some of them want a man. 
Some of them are hardly thinking at all. Enough and not enough. Arks and pilgrims, oranges, gutters, ferns, antibodies, boxes of tissue paper. In the most decent sometimes sun, there's a soft smoke feeling from urns and the canned sound of old battle planes. And if you go inside and run the window ledge, you'll find dirt, maybe even earth. And if you look out the window, there will be the day. And as you get older, you'll keep looking, keep looking, sucking your tongue in a little. Ah, ah, no, no, maybe. Some do it naturally, some obscenely, everywhere.
dog, just like I pictured it. Godspeed. Everything. Hey, hey, brother. Hey, come here, Snake. Huh? Hey, you look, you look hip, man. Hey, you want to make yourself five bucks, man? Yeah, brother. I look hip. Run this down the street for me right quick. As long as I 
it, it, or gate or it could have been the gate ed again distracting me whenever there's a boy down in this area i get real distracted um so i think that's about all my time if we got the mediation going okay back here is it are we thank you pam pam says that i look hot because of my calves she's stalling do i need to do more time are we okay are we <laughs> Mm, I well, I hear that a lot, and I can go. <laughs> I do hear that occasionally. This little Henrique, he got a lot of energy. Woo! But um, I think I am done. Is it okay? I mean, I think I'm finished. Did you feel good? Damn it! I don't have a joke for this. You're setting. You're like set up, and I'm like I can't spike it. I'm, I blew my load already. Thank you, Pam. Will Brown, everybody. Yes. What a joy. What a wonderment. What a doll. What a great shirt. Right? You got to wear that next time. We'll, we'll do a, when COVID's over, we'll go to Portland together. And it's the Rose City. And we'll do, we'll do jokes together in your beautiful little Rose shirt. Yeah. Everybody clap it up again for Will Brown. Yay. The comedian, former known as another person who's a high school teacher, so we can't say who he is. I used to be a high school teacher. That used to be a thing I used to do. And uh, it was so, like, okay, so in high school, like, no one ever asked me out, and I was never asked to a dance or whatever. But then I became a high school teacher, and I was asked a junior prom four times when I was student teaching. Oh, yeah. I was 21, and I was asked to, I was like, this is so amazing. I was just asked of junior prom four times. And then, and then my, my master teacher came up to me because I was in teaching credential school, and she was like, so the clothes that you wear are kind of a problem? And I was like, I'm just wearing normal clothes. And she was like, no, 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 sweetheart. You're 22. You need to wear like a sackcloth. You need to dress like a Mormon. What are you doing? So I actually borrowed a bunch of clothes from my mom. <laughs> and it wasn't a problem ever again. It wasn't. I was, I was a special ed teacher for a long time. And uh, that's, uh, that, was, that was a lot of fun. This one time, I, uh, it, hey, hey, guys, are we, are we ready for Thomas? I don't, think that, I don't think that our next comedian was in special ed as a child. But he's young, he's young enough that he could have been in my class. You know what I mean? We played a lot of Oregon Trail. There was, I was a lazy, lazy teacher in 98. You know what I mean? I was like, play Oregon Trail. You died of dysentery. I know. Don't take bandages. What are you doing? Water. It's just so heavy to take all the water. Uh, hey, your next comedian, what a funny guy. He's been here for a bunch of open mics. This is his first time at, like, a real show. I'm really excited to bring him up. He's super, super funny. Put your hands together for Thomas, everyone. Yay! I told her to play uh, Buster Rhymes Touch It, but that hasn't come on yet. Can you put that on? Can you? Touch it, burn it, babe, launch it, turn it, fucking, turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it again. Okay, anyway. Uh, uh, it's my first time out in the outdoor crowd. Hold on, let me turn this, let me bring this thing up. Uh, I'm a baby. Don't be mad at me, because I'm just a baby. I just started. Um, hey, guys, do you think when Morrissey... The Smiths guy, do you think when he sings happy birthday, he sings it like, you know, happy birthday to you? Or do you think he's like, 
Happy birthday to you. It's another year, another year of life and death and closer to the infernal oblivion. Do you think that, is it about me or about you? Oh yeah, back to you. It's back to you. It's your birthday. Just wondering. Uh, another impression. Uh, this is uh, this is Vin Scully and Alanis Morissette in the commentary booth of a basketball game. So. <laughs> Incredible play by LeBron James. Alanis, what do you think about that? High five. <laughs> Why do you think he's so dominant in his 19th year in the league? Well, what it all boils down to, he's strong, but he's nimble. He scores, but he delegates. He dunks, but he shoots it, baby. That's it. Uh, I'm still going to work. I'm still lucky enough to go to work uh, these days. Uh, I, you know, my probably the best moment of my day is when I first get there because in COVID times, uh, you got to still take your temperature. You got to keep a log of everyone's temperature. And uh, it's just a really pure moment where I walk in and I write my name down and I just, I, I can really just take them, just, just go dark and just sort of, raise something to my temple and just really feel like pulling the trigger. You know what I mean? It's just so nice. And then I just start the charade. And then I just become a worker again. Uh, yeah, anyway. Um, I don't know if anyone watches The Bachelor, but it's not coming back like you think it is when it comes back, if anyone likes The Bachelor. Uh... I mean, I remember loving it because it's such a great social experiment. It's like one top prize and 30 idiots. Best of luck. But now, I mean, like, you'd watch it for, like, the social just angst of it all. Like, one guy kissing 10 ladies in a night. One lady kissing 10 guys in a night. I feel like if I told my friends today that I kissed 10 ladies last night before COVID... They'd be like, hell yeah, dude, getting it. You're, oh, man, you know. If I told them that now, they'd be like, are you a, are you a sociopath? <laughs> Bro, are you trying to kill us? Think about someone besides yourself, maybe? I don't know. So I've thought of a new way. I've thought of a way that we can make Bachelor COVID safe, you know. First of all, everyone's got to wear a mask. Makes the mystery a little bit better. People could have great eyes, but be ugly. Uh, you know, six feet apart, people can't rip weaves. You gotta like, you gotta throw shit. Stuff. One, that's my one. You gotta throw stuff. It's a little bit more athletic. Uh, and obviously you can't touch each other at all. So my alternative, maybe this isn't a, uh, ABC show so much anymore. Maybe a little bit more Netflix, right? A little bit more energy. Um, but 
One top prize, 30 contestants, six feet distance. Our top prize has an app that controls everyone's vibrators, you know? They're just in there, you know? And he's just like, on dates, like, thank you so much for opening up to me about your mother's tragic suicide. That was really uh, brave of you. And um, I just feel like someone who can open up like that uh, really is someone I could see myself potentially maybe one day falling for. Did you feel that? You felt that, right? Uh, the other day, I was um, I was I was uh, having sexual congress, and um, in the <laughs> and in the in the flip in the in the position change, uh, my partner's uh, 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 ESPN alert went off because I guess she gets push notifications for ESPN, so it was like da na da na na. I was like, damn, am I about to make the top 10? <laughs> In the absence of sports, am I going to turn on ESPN tonight? And it's going to be like, coming in at number five, an absolutely flawless doggy to missionary transition. Watch how it doesn't leave, it doesn't leave the orifice. Check it out, guys. This guy's a master, masterful work. Coming in at number four. Uh, anyway. One minute? Okay. Uh, at my work, uh, I have this manager. He's not really, he's not my boss. He's just another manager. Uh, and he calls me T. Graz. And I'm like, don't, don't put that on me. Don't put that on me. My name is Thomas Graziano, but don't, don't, don't call me T. Graz like I'm J-Lo. I need to earn that nickname. Like, I'm not that cool. People earn those nicknames where you can just be the first initial and the first syllable. Right, like Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo, right? Paul Rodriguez, incredible skateboarder. P-Rod, you know? Gigi Hadid, all-star supermodel. Jihad, you know? <laughs> these, are pe these are things that people go by. And I'm not there yet. All right, I'd like to close with a really short uh, final impression because I'm I'm big into impressions. I would rather be an actor than a, than this thing. Um, but uh, this is uh, this is Tom DeLonge. This is uh, uh, lead singer of the of Blink One Eighty Two uh, in the crowd of a music festival. Okay, so here it is. Where are you? Well, I'm so sorry. I cannot see you. I cannot jam tonight. If you are not by my sign tonight. Thank you very much, everybody. Keep it going. Keep it going for who's next? Anyone? Pam. Yeah, your gracious host, Pam. Yeah. Thomas, everyone! Hooray!
Is Rachel Pinson still here? There she is. You're going to go up next after this one little joke I have. Uh, so Thomas was just doing impressions. Uh, I, had a, I had a dream last night that Bjork was my therapist. Right? So Bjork's my therapist. And I look, it up, I look up at her in this dream and I'm like, Bjork, why is my mom not proud of me? And she looks down at me with her loving eyes and her little swan friend. And she says, your uterus is made of clouds. <laughs> and the, the polar bear only stops in the same river once. Don't let poets lie to you. Like Bjork. And then I woke up and I was like, I know. And it didn't make any sense because no one knows who Bjork is. But you all did, which was great. Thank you for knowing who Bjork is. Anyone under 30 is like, what is your impression about? Like, what is, where is Iceland? That's a place. I thought it melted from global warming. That place still exists. Iceland is not made out of ice. It's actually made out of volcanoes. So that's weird, right? What kind of oxymoronic thing is that? Oh, we're going to call it Iceland, and it's made out of fire. <laughs> that's cool. That's, I love Bjork. Uh, I also love your next comedian. She is um, she's one of my favorite people here in San Francisco. She's like, so I have like six comedy sons, but they all suck, and she's my comedy daughter, and she's amazing. <laughs> Right? Because, like, women work hard and stuff. She has an amazing show here at the station on Tuesdays at 4 o'clock. It's called Always Free. It's all about the Rainbow Family. I don't know if any of you have ever been to Rainbow Gatherings, but they're amazing people. And they love each other and they feed each other. And if you have dinner for two, you have enough for three. And if you have enough for three, you have enough for four. And then 12 people come over and you're like, you can sleep over and you're my best friend. And then sometimes they do your dishes. Put your hands together, everybody. It's Rachel Pinson! I like being Pam's comedy daughter because for the first time in life, I'm the golden child. Yeah. Suck it, man. Uh, do you guys know Pancake? I'm his biggest fan. I was actually the head of his fan club until the restraining order. So if you see Pancake, don't, don't tell him I'm here. Shh, he's looking. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, ladies. If you're a feminist, make some noise. Cool. Hey, men, if you're a feminist, just stay quiet, okay? <laughs> You've done enough talking. I'm like settling into mask culture more and more. Like we were all wearing a mask before, but now we're all up front about it, you know, it's cool. I think what I like most about it is like now my boss can't smell my beer breath at work. It's got some added benefits. No one knows if I have a cold sore. It's good, you know. You can't, you can't see my double chin when I'm looking at my phone. Like, there's some positives. <laughs> Thanks, Pam. <laughs> COVID is a really good time to break up with a clingy boyfriend too. It's like, hey man, 
If you're not going to give me the 100 yards that the, that the court recommended, you can give me the six feet that the CDC said, right? Something. I saw a dude shooting up on the street, and he was wearing a mask. It's like, you're wearing a mask, but you're raw-dogging a needle? Like, obviously, that was just for my health and safety. So I appreciate it. Yeah, exactly. I always like the, how environmentally conscious uh, California is. Like, I saw a guy taking a, a used heroin needle to freebase heroin off of a used t piece of tinfoil. You know, like, reduce, reuse, relapse. <laughs> like, it's not going to go up some turtle's nose, you know? Progressive. I go through this thing where I like have to adjust my glasses because the condensation and the mask, and then I'm touching my face too much, and I'm not safe at all. You know, <laughs> that's the way I feel. I don't feel safe. <laughs> Something uh, I, I think a lot of us struggle with is body image, right? Like I'm not like thin enough to be conventionally hot, but I'm not fat enough to be fetishized for how fat I am yet. Like I can't do BBW porn like yet, but I'm working on it. You know, like one cheeseburger at a time. <laughs> like thanks to COVID pounds. But I constantly get mistaken for being pregnant. Does that ever happen to you? I know, it's super relatable. <laughs> it really is. But, you know, instead of being down on myself or negative, we're into body positivity or something like that, right? Right? I just figure I can use this to my advantage. So when I see the bark coming and it's full of people, I just kind of like waddle on there with my hand on my belly button and this look on my face like I'm holding in a fart. <laughs> like maybe someone will notice, like, ma'am, would you like to sit down? Like, well, <laughs> priority seating, that's so, that's so kind of you. And they'll start asking me questions like, hey, how far along are you? Oh, just like two more stops. <laughs> two more stops and I'm home. <laughs> I think a, a new advantage is like, I'm pretty sure there's a fetish for everything. And there's got to be a fetish for pregnant chicks, right? So I'm trying to work that too. So it's like, I look super pregnant. I'm smoking a cigarette. I'm walking down the... <laughs> down the road with a beer, no mask, complete head turner, you know? <laughs> like, who wants to have a threesome? <laughs> you know, like, make my next shot a double because I'm drinking for two. <laughs> drinking for two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really didn't expect to come up, so I'm glad you guys are here. <laughs> yeah. When COVID started, everyone was like, we need to stock up on toilet paper. We're gonna run out of toilet paper. So I bought a bunch of toilet paper. I stocked up on it, but nobody prepared me for how quickly I was gonna go through batteries because I'm lonely. You know? <laughs> Back order on online. It's <laughs> sucks. I got invited to a dinner party once, but it turns out it wasn't a dinner party. It was the Donner party. <laughs> I wasn't going to stay, but there was still free food. <clears throat> like, I used to watch what I eat, but then they stopped letting me babysit, you know? <laughs> I like to eat babies. Okay, I admit it. Is this like premature babies, like super premature babies? You know what I'm talking about, like sperm. Yeah, yeah. He gets it. <laughs> I'm a cannibal. I don't know if I love lesbians or just the way they taste, you know? <laughs> Can't decide. <laughs> I think that's all my cannibalism jokes. Hey, how come we 
<laughs> How come we romanticize vampires so much? Like, why aren't we romanticizing zombies? Like, they're good biters, right? Like, my question is, if you have a, a muzzle on a zombie and you have sex with them, they don't bite you, can you turn into a zombie? You think it's safe? All right, I, you, the, with the confidence of the way you're saying that, I believe you. And they can, like, they can pull off their limbs and stuff. It's like, yeah, I'm sure you've been fisted, but have you ever been wristed by a zombie? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm a romantic person, you know? That's <laughs> like, why do vampires get all the... I don't get it. <laughs> What? <laughs> the host is paying really good attention. She told me to tell the zombie joke. Do you want to hear it again? <laughs> Man, <clears throat> I grew up in uh, the Midwest, actually. Actually, I grew up in Ohio. If you look at a map, there's nothing west about it. But nobody believes me when I say Middle Eastern, so I don't know what am I supposed to say. I had two lesbian moms growing up, which was awesome, for sure. But everyone would ask me all these questions, like, oh, man, two moms, that's weird. Was it rough? Like, no. Like, it wasn't weird until you asked me that question. I didn't even know that could be weird. But now I live in the Bay Area, it's a different concern. They're like, oh man, two moms in the Midwest? That's weird, was it rough? Like, yeah, it was weird. We didn't even have an ocean. We just had a lake you can set on fire. <laughs> it doesn't even count as water, if you ask me. <laughs> I used to think it was really hard for me to turn down white guys for dates because I didn't want to be responsible for the next mass shooting. But now we're not allowed to gather. I don't think it's a problem. I had to turn a guy down the other day that wanted to date me. Like, I don't want to sound prejudiced or anything. But he told me that he wanted to be a cop. And I just can't date somebody like that. You know, like, my parents never raised me to be a cop lover. Like, I would never bring a snitch home to the dinner table. It's <laughs> an awkward Thanksgiving. You know, and I like NWA just as much as the next white lady on a microphone on the street corner in San Francisco. And I know what's going on, you know, in the news and everything, but every time I hear, F the police, I can't cast, F the police, F the police. I'm like, no, man, that's how you make more police. You F them and they multiply. <laughs> I say, F a judge and get everybody off. Sometimes I get dick pics. I don't know how to feel about it. But I, I, I started to think, like, maybe it's like when a cat brings you a dead animal. Like, even if you're disgusted and you're not really into it, they're just trying to show you affection, you know? Like, I cared about you so much. <laughs> I just, I love this. I want you to love this. <laughs> I did this for you. I'm like, all right. <laughs> right on. Thanks. <laughs> I have one minute. And now as soon as she said that, I'm like, I have jokes? Okay. <laughs> Do I? 
<laughs> I grew up super trashy, but I didn't know that until other people pointed it out. Like I went to college and people were like, do you want to go thrifting? And I'm like, you mean back to school shopping? <laughs> like I already, I already did that. Like I thought I looked, <laughs> I thought it looked nice. <laughs> I had a, a boyfriend in high school and I had called him, I'm like, you need to get checked. And he's like, oh my God, have you been cheating on me? I'm like, for head lice, relax, dude, like, <laughs> relax. And I dated this guy, I think he like fetishized me for being trashy a little bit, because he's like, can you say something to me, but like in a country accent? Like, That's weird, okay. I'm 13 years old, don't tell me how to raise my baby. <laughs> Mama didn't pay the water bill, that's okay, because we got Mountain Dew. <laughs> We don't need no water. We got pops. <laughs> I want you to kiss me wildly and passionately like my cousin when he wants one of my oxies. <laughs> one thing I noticed like moving to California is people are really sensitive when it comes to language. Like I can't use the R word anymore. Like anytime I accuse anybody of being a, a Republican, they get so mad. <laughs> but I get it. It's because they put a retard in the White House. All right, thanks everyone. Rachel Pinson, killer set. Heck yeah. Uh, this is. I'm gonna do just one more joke and then we're we're done here. I'm just gonna leave you guys. You seem like a like a crowd that's into equality. Equality now, right? Yeah. I think. I think that we can accomplish this right now through PG-13 movies, right? Stick with me for a second. If you cover up the nipple, you can see 180% side boob in a PG-13 movie. You also get to see the butt, which I'm into. All the butt, let's show the butt, yeah. But what I'm saying for equality, what I'd like to see is some side scrot. <laughs> right? Cool, because the balls, the balls are covered and so let's imagine together a Martin Scorsese film, right, starring Nicolas Cage. He's old. His balls hang very deep. There, there's an infinity pool, and the sun is going down. And Nick Cage is swimming toward the steps, right? And he's coming out the steps, and his balls are deep in the water. And his member is above the stairs. And what we get to see is this amazing... Stained glass, side scrote. Side scrote for equality. <laughs> equality now, everyone. Equality now. Side scrote for everyone. I want to see it hairy. I want to see it shorn. I want to see it. It's just like side boob. It's beautiful, gorgeous. Also under boob. I want more under boob. Right? Here's the other thing. You know what I find the sexiest thing right now on really any body type is someone who has stretch marks, but they've got skinny. And I feel like it's the biggest loser. Like I want to touch all, I want to touch all of the time period that they went. I'm like, I love your work. Like I see your perseverance. This is like your body says perseverance and dedication, and that's really hot to me. I'm like, look how hard you worked. And I can see that. Stretch marks. 
If you don't think stretch marks are sexy, you're a jerk face. Like, respect! Respect. I want to see anybody with stretch marks. Like, give me some pictures later. <laughs> I don't want your dick pics. I want your stretch mark pics. I want to see, like, that side with, like, that, uh. Demarcation of time. Also, tattoos are hot. Same thing. Same thing. Thank you guys all for being here so much. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, there's a thing over here you can put money in if you like the show. You can, on Venmo, we're Mutiny Radio, all one word. There's a Mutiny Radio FM, too. I didn't make that. I don't know who did. Don't do it to that one. I don't know who that is. Ah, the haters are everywhere. But the Mutiny Radio, all one word, that's us. And um, there's money up here. Thank you so much. We do this every Friday at 7 o'clock. Seriously, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being socially distanced. COVID is terrible, but we're trying our best. Love you all. Thank you. Good night. Yay! Tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Anti-Trump is the antivirus or antibody to the Trump virus. We're a global alliance of humans standing up against the Trump brand. Antitrump.com started four years ago on March 19th, 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better world. Nobody thought it was going to be this bad. Most of us probably figured it would just be four more years of the same old... He was a 70-year-old babbling Nimrod. How bad could it really be? Treason is the last of his felonious activities. The Trump brand has hijacked our government and sold Lady Liberty to the mob. We are a leaderless and without the most basic health care systems and community services. COVID-19 is a pandemic, but the Trump brand is the virus. Welcome to the antivirus. Go to antitrump.com and spread the word. Individual politics aren't important. What is important is that we stand together as a unified voice and say enough is enough. That's antitrump.com. Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Um... What, what the hell are we talking about? Um, whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why do we do this? Why, why are we doing this? <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train.
And he was yelling. He was like, "Move that bitch! Move that bitch!" And uh, and uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm just not. I'm not moving it. You know. I've arrived. Why should I move? I don't like what work has been giving us at our free lunches. One one five three four zero one nine seven six, and it does not spell anything. One one five three four zero. One nine seven six. Go for it. Call in, guys. my jokes and they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements no way what is this dag dabbit 
thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of... <laughs> YouTube uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. 5% yeah. Eastern right. Standard I'm time. so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh. Uh, uh, let's watch full-length full length. Oh, wait, Let's do a full-minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See, uh, see you next month. <laughs> Have you been missing out on live music and comedy? Remember Killer Dinners? Don't worry about a thing, because Soul Sausage Presents Pandementia has brought you the hottest, freshest, sexiest new beast in the Bay Area. The Oakland Unicorn Speakeasy Comedy and Dinner Club in Koreatown, Northgate. Featuring comedians from NBC, MTV, Comedy Central, Soul Sausage TV, and YouTube. Tickets and packages, showtimes, and information are all at oaklandunicorn.com. Sponsored by Soul Sausage, Reek Disc Electronics, and True Healing Collective. 
grand opening weekend, August 6th through 9th, featuring Kabir Singh and Xander Beltran. Tickets on sale now at oaklandunicorn.com. That's oaklandunicorn.com. W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Gosh, that just rolls off my tongue. It stands for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. How are you? I'm good. glad you are here, and, and I'm glad you chose the movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, I did choose the movie. What we'd like to do is we want to watch a movie on YouTube with you, and these are movies that I've read about as a kid, and now that YouTube exists, I can just watch it. I don't have to read about it. Uh, yeah, Carl. So uh, Carl usually, uh, I usually tell Carl the movie. I pick a movie, and then Carl researches it. We have such a show this week. We, uh, Carl picked the movie for me. So we're going to watch a particular movie. But before we start, we want to make sure you subscribe to us. Uh, our podcast name is the acronym, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We also have a great YouTube channel with that acronym and a Twitter account with 35 followers. And we are also on Facebook as Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. That's how you can find our podcast information. We stream first on mutinyradio.fm, which is a streaming Internet service. We're listed, by the way, on their Wikipedia page. Mm-hmm. Well, our show is. Someone listed your last name. But. Hey, if you're listening to Mutiny Radio right now, you're in the middle of Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. It started uh, with the end of the outdoor show, and now we're inside, and uh, we should put some uh, microphones near Josh Kahn is what we should do, and we're going to do that.
hard-hearted money spent See no future, pay no rent Little buddy, son, nowhere to go But down the corner, coming back Sunday morning, turning back Little girl, son, nowhere to go And oh, that magic feeling a bust was that on the air was that it on the air that was terrible that was a bust that was entirely on the air josh khan and like i've been saying for a long time we need to start recording you and we need to start broadcasting you on the no. 